Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze and interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. This is Aaron. That's Ange. Hi. That's Char. Hello. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com and you can sign up for our monthly e-news. For behind the scenes videos and two minute clips of our interviews, head to our YouTube channel and subscribe. You can also find us every Monday morning from 6 to 6.30 at bff.fm. If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. We are rewinding back to a time when we were at the Sundance Film Festival uh, back in January of 2020. And uh, it's my conversation as well as our Festival Daily Buzz friend, John Wildman, with director and I believe producer of a film that's coming out on Hulu on Friday, July 17th, called Freestyle Love Supreme. His name's Andrew Freed. And it uh, follows the 15-year journey of the founding members of the improv hip-hop group. And uh, you might recognize at least one of them. Uh, His name's Lin-Manuel Miranda. So enjoy. And we are back on the Festival Daily Buzz with Bitch Talk Podcast. I'm your host, John Wildman, here with one of my Bitch Talk teammates, Aaron Lim. And on this segment, we're going to be talking about We Are Freestyle Love Supreme. This is one of the special events that's at Sundance, and we have the filmmaker Andrew Freed here. Andrew, it's great to have you here. Thanks for having me. Okay, we always start each segment by having our filmmaker introduce our audience to the project. So talk about this. So, <clears throat> We Are Freestyle Love Supreme uh, is a documentary that I uh, started filming about 15 years ago, uh, but certainly did not realize that I was making this documentary at the time. Uh, it tells the story of an improv group called Freestyle Love Supreme from their very humble beginnings in the summer of 2005 when I first met them and started filming with them at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, straight through to their Broadway run or the start of their Broadway run um, this past winter. Um, it's the story of friendship over time, uh, cre- creativity and collaboration. And, you know, the, the what happens to this group in particular is from their humble beginnings, um, a few of them go on to become truly significant um, figures in the in the theater world and just the cultural world at, uh, at, at, as a whole. So um, I think it's a, a a nice story about friendship over time. Well, you know, we, we actually just talked to um, a filmmaker about pulling something out of the back drawer and, you know, mm-hmm. and, and revitalizing it, you know, several years later. And I think, you know, as, as, as filmmakers, um, you know, you, 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 you get footage of something, you put something on a film or, or you're, you write a script, it never really leaves you. You're always like wondering, you know, maybe, maybe I'll come back to that. And when did that, when, you know, when did it, because you've gone on to do quite a few mm-hmm. things since then. So when Thank was that you. moment that you said, oh, you know something? Maybe now's the time. Well, you, you never, um, there are no dead projects, right? They're only dormant projects. <laughs> they, they go away, but they do tend to come back. And then maybe they go away again and they come back um, in a variety of forms. Um, this was what I've affectionately been referring to as a box of tapes. Hmm. We had a box of tapes. I mean, back when we used to shoot on tape, which, um, you know, we obviously don't really do anymore. But um, I knew always, look, I had really old footage of Lin-Manuel Miranda mm-hmm. busking in the streets of, of Edinburgh and New York City trying to get people to come to his improv show. I knew that there was some value to that. I just always assumed at some point some other filmmaker would 
figure out that I have this footage, hit me up and say, hey, can I take a look at what you shot? Um, I never imagined that um, the story would would find a conclusion. Uh, the, the movie starts with Lynn um, referencing an Orson Welles quote, which is, and I'm going to paraphrase it, but it's, you know, if you want to tell a story with a happy ending, uh, you just need to figure out where you're going to end the story. Um, obviously, this is a continuum. The Freestyle Love Supreme story is far from over, um, but this story that we're telling, we found our ending, I think a pretty happy ending. But to your question, it was um, the fall of 2018. Um, I was having lunch with Tommy Kale, who is the director of Freestyle of Supreme and Hamilton and In the Heights and uh, Fosse Verdon, which was just mm-hmm. um, on FX. Um, we were having lunch in New York, and he said, you know, we're trying to get the group back together again <laughs> to do this one-month run in a theater downtown in New York. Um, and he just looked at me and he said, do you think we should finish our film? And that was the first time I think that we had referred to it as, as a film, as and, a film. And, and the yeah. answer seemed obvious, which was like, <laughs> yes, yes, we definitely <laughs> should do that. Um, so we, um, we captured 22 of the 40 shows off Broadway. Yeah. Uh, I re-interviewed everybody in the cast, and obviously there were some new members who I had not filmed with years ago and I think that's the beauty of FLS of Freestyle of Supreme is that it it continues to grow and evolve um, and we have found our Orson Welles endpoint for now okay. and, and yeah I was reading that um, you know the audience for this film you know are um, theater fans or Hamilton devotees but it sounds like it's really for anyone absolutely and that's look I think that's always been my experience with this group there have been people who have found them. Even when I first met them in 2005, I went to one Freestyle Love Supreme show knowing nothing about um, what it even was. But outside that show, there were a good four or five people just, you know, waiting to meet these guys as the, you know, as the biggest part of their month. Um, there's a spoken word poet who I've come to know through the years named Sarah Kay. Um, who has quite a following herself. But she used to go to these Freestyle Love Supreme shows when she was in high school, you know, like on school nights and places that maybe 15-year-olds shouldn't be. But, like, you know, she has cool parents. And, you know, so she found them. But once you open up the aperture on this group, it's such a universal story and they're so relatable that, yes, the in point, you know, for the screening Tuesday, um, at 2.30 at the mark. Um, but but the, in point, the, the entry point for so many people will be what they know them from. Oh, I know Lynn from Hamilton. Mm-hmm. I know Chris Jackson from Hamilton or from In the Heights or from Bull. Um, I know Tommy Kale from Fosse Verdon or whoever else, Anthony Viniziali from the San Francisco improv scene. And so people will come to it thinking that they know what they know. And then I think it opens it up. And then you pass it along like a good book. You know, oh, I saw this documentary, and I think you'll love it, hopefully. And I was going to say, 14 years is a long time. It also feels like a short time. Um, besides the careers of some of these members just exploding, are there um, any other things that really surprised you about that 14-year gap in the story? Um, I guess it's not all that surprising, and nor is it necessarily explicitly said in the film. I think there's a lot that is very subtle because we don't necessarily tell you everything that you're seeing. You just 
start to experience it through our footage that is so intimate because it was just in many cases just me with a camera or me with one other person in a camera um but life happens Mm -hmm. you know people have had families uh there's been marriages there's been divorces Mm -hmm. there's been children born there's been children born with challenges Mm -hmm. there's you know life really happens um businesses grow and you know one of the one of the interesting things and again it's it's just unsaid in the movie because there's no way to say it it's not our you know there's so much in the edit we would say yeah i wish we could do that but that's just not our movie um bill sherman who is not someone whose name is going to come up in necessarily in interviews like this um, has gone on to not only be win a Tony for In the Heights on Broadway and then produce the Hamilton um, cast recording, which is the most sold cast recording in the history of spoken words. Um, he's also the musical director of Sesame Street. Hmm. He has put out more music that more people have listened to and won more Emmys and Grammys and all of the things. And... You know, you just you just don't read about him on the cover of Rolling Stone. Mm-hmm. But each of these cast members, um, each of these performers have gone on to live really, really full and wonderful lives mm-hmm. over the last decade and a half. Yeah. You know, we, um, we need to wrap up in just a moment. But I would love for you to talk about, you know, go, again, going back to that box of tapes. <laughs> and, you know, and, and, you know, was there one... Uh, you know, a little moment that you captured that you forgot about, so, something that, that, that you were delighted to find again and go, oh, I forgot that, that we, that, 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 you know, I got that moment or, or you know, I, that thing happened in that interview. Was there, was there one particular surprise? It's, that- a, gr- it's a great question. Sorry. Um, there are, I was surprised, number one, by how much I remembered, right? Because I lived it. And it, it's, it's a decade and a half ago, but it's, you know, 20 years, ain't, 15 years ain't what it used to be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and <agree>. so, right, <laughs> yeah. as we get older, it's like, that was 30 years yeah. ago. That was yesterday. Yep. Um, <laughs> but so I was surprised, number one, at the things that I remembered, meaning um, at one point we were putting together this scene that takes place in the basement of the drama bookshop where, you know, the group got its start. And I said to the assistant editor, I said, you know, I know we shot that at, you know, the scene that we're cutting right here, but... May of 08, I remember shooting this thing with Lynn down there, and I remember him just like sitting down at the piano, tinkling like the keys a little bit. It should be like the first or second week of May of, of 08, mm-hmm. if you can find that. And he looked back, he came back an hour later and was like, What crazy thing <laughs> in your head? Like it's exactly as it was. But, you know, the surprises are, you know, at one point, um, we're walking to see the Marquis for In the Heights go up for the first mm-hmm. time on Broadway, and Tommy and Lynn are walking through Times Square talking about how funny it is that when people see them with a camera pointed at them, they assume they're famous, and then they get disappointed when they see right. it's just these two. And Tommy um, turns to Lynn and he says, You know, no one may ever know who you are. And it's like, <laughs> I didn't know I had that. Yeah. <laughs> and. Yeah. And a million little things right. like that. It's these guys really like they they manifested their future. And so there are so many little things that they say along the way. At one point Lynn in two thousand five mentions Questlove as an influence of him mm. of his. Mm-hmm. And then we see him with Questlove later. Like it just it manifests. That's charming. It's it's, it's, yeah. it's I hope I people love, love that. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I'm just so excited to be here sharing it with you know, 
live audiences here and in Salt Lake, so it's very cool. Well, again, we're talking about We Are Freestyle Love Supreme, a very special event at Sundance. Andrew, it's been great to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thanks to Andrew for his time back at Sundance. Uh, the film is Freestyle Love Supreme. It comes out on Hulu on Friday, July 17th. Uh, thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com. This podcast is created, hosted, and executive produced by Aaron Lim. My co-host is Angela Tabora, a.k.a. Captain Party. The show's edited by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions. <laughs>